Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, I am so, so grateful. I know it's not Thanksgiving yet, but I am so, so thankful. I am appreciative. I am just glowing and ecstatic because basketball season is back. And I know what some of y'all are thinking. I know some people are saying, Ken, you're a football guy. What do you mean? You played on the football team. You sacrifice them, them tendons of yours on the field, not on the court. What do you mean you're excited about basketball season? I'm going to explain to you like this. Did y'all want to see me talk about Boston College for four episodes this week? Exactly. And speaking of, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered with more uh, props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. But, folks, I just want to make something clear to you. I just want to make it clear. We're going to talk basketball team. I'm going to drop some hot takes. I'm going to drop something that y'all are going to like, something that people might not like. But we're going to get into all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty, folks. So when I look at the basketball team, men's and women's, both came away with wins last night, both very impressive uh, wins against, you know, what most people consider to be lesser opponents. The women's team dominated Quinnipiac, Quin, Quinnipiac, I hope I pronounced that correctly, Quinnipiac, 82 to 45. The men's team dominated Austin P, 99 to 50, excuse me, 99 to 50. And in tradition, like we do things here on Locked On Wolfpack, we're going to talk about the team that is better against their peers first. We're going to get into the women's basketball team first because I think that there are some very, very interesting things going around in terms of um, in terms of how people feel about about the Wolfpack and, and their chances to win the conference and all that good stuff. I. I think that it's it's very, very interesting to see. And with that being said, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. So first thing first, when people talk about the team, because let's let's start here. Wes Moore has rarely ever had players as individuals fully shine, fully get the, all the stars recognition, all that good stuff, right? So Elizabeth Kitley, Winning preseason player of the year, not too surprising, not too upsetting. You know, it makes sense. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But there are some other things that are a little confusing to me, a little bit confusing. Just a tad, just a scotch, a smidge, if you will, in terms of what I'm seeing uh, from other teams and other players getting their love and, and what I'm not seeing from um from love that that NC State should get. So first of all, in terms of Blue Ribbon's uh predicted finish, predicted order, in order of Blue Ribbon panels predicted order to finish. First was Louisville with of 60 voters, they got 31 first place votes the most. Virginia Tech came in second with 17, NC State came in third with eight, Notre Dame in uh last with four or not last but in fourth with four those are all the teams that got first place votes so y'all did the math there right 17 plus 8 25 25 plus 4 29 29 plus 31 60 okay 
Now, NC State, uh, the, the total points, of course, because you know it's a ranked system where everybody gets their votes or whatever. Louisville had 1,068 points. Um, Virginia Tech had 984 points. NC State had 963. Notre Dame, 942. Uh, North Carolina, 895. And Miami, 674. 674. Now, here's here's the thing that I find um, very interesting about these these predictions here. I have a very sneaky suspicion, and I've talked about this a lot, and my my very good friend, my my brother from another mother and a few generations before me, Brett Freeland, has brought this up to my attention multiple times. This has the possibility to be a situation where you see a lot like Tennessee won it all after Peyton Manning left, we could see the same thing happen with all those seniors that just left. And I know it is hard to imagine getting better after losing some of the players that we lost, right? After losing a dynamic playmaker like Raina Perez in the, on a team that honestly, uh, without her, the playmaking was scarce in, in some regards. I know it's tough to say losing an all-world player like Alyssa Kunane and, and losing a three and D wing like Kai Crutchfield. And, and let me say this about Kai Crutchfield, her ability to um, lock in and sacrifice her personal statistics and, and all those things to be great in her role, her ability to give up the potential of being a star to star in her role. It's big time. It's big time. And Kayla Jones, a player that does everything, does a little bit of everything and does it all well, does it all right. I know it's tough to imagine that this team plays at that level or better. However, this team has some things that that team did not. This team, I believe, lost a lot of shooting. Of course, when you lose a 40 point, uh, or I'm sorry, not a 40 point, uh, a player who shot 40% uh, for a lot of her time or high 30s, a lot of her time in NC State, like like Kai Crutchfield, you're, you're losing something. When you lose a player who, Alyssa Grenade's ability to shoot the three, one of the more underrated parts of her game. When you lose a player like her, a big, a five, that can stretch the floor in the way that she did it, you lose something in shooting. Absolutely. But this team, I'm going to just tell you, it's the pieces are there. There is a better ability to attack the rim to me. There's a better ability to attack the rim. There's a better, there's more size than we had traditionally seen. Again, to me, I, I, all I'm saying is this, it's only one game in the season so far. So of course you don't want to go off the rails and say, oh, this team looked greater. Oh, this team looked horrible. Oh, this player looked like this, this player looked like that. I am telling you right now, this team has the ability, the potential to do something and be something very, very special. This team has the ability and the the they have the talent to be something that you look at and you say, man, this is we we may not have seen this coming, but but boy, is this special. And I'm talking about this from a multitude of standpoints. Again, when you can run out a lineup that includes a, a six five River Baldwin. That includes uh how how tall is Mimi Collins? I want to say six three, six four, six three Mimi Collins. You can include a, a six foot one Sanaya Rivers at the three. You can have players like that. That is a massive lineup 
for women's college basketball. That is, and then even if you wanted to say, well, what do you do with the guard position? You can also try out some very big guards in that lineup. I mean, you're looking at players like uh, players like a Jakia Brown Turner, who I want to say, what is she, 5'11", 6 feet herself? Like, she's a player that adds length to a backcourt. And she struggled a little bit in this game, going one for seven, but she was the only starter uh, that only hit one shot. But she did a lot of other things well. Two assists, no turnovers, three rebounds. She did a lot of other things well in this game. So you look at that, and then, of course, you would have Diamond Johnson at the point with that lineup most likely. Or, or you could really mess around and get crazy and say, you know what? Madison Hayes get out there at the two and make things go that way. This is a, a team. This is a group that when you look at them top to bottom, yes, it's a different thing than what we've seen. Absolutely. But this team has the opportunity to be special. And I want you to think about this. Everybody's looking at this first win saying, oh, the out-of-conference schedule, you know, it is never super tough and you're playing the team as a little bit of a pushover, whatever the case may be, yada, yada, yada. And that's why you got a 37-point win. Sure, sure, you could, you could say that. But also... Quinnipiac finished third in their conference last year and won a game in the women's NIT. So that's not a terrible team. And yes, they lost a little bit of talent, but um, if you're talking about losing talent, if you're talking about losing production, I mean, uh, I don't think that there are too many other teams that you would look at more in that regard around the nation than NC State. And yet, and yet, they came out and showed from the opening tip, who the dominant force in this game was and how this game was going to go. My main man, Alex Sawyer, had been keeping a running tab of all the times that the Wolfpack had had uh, quarters where they allowed single-digit points. This Wolfpack team opened the game with two of them. And again, people look at me crazy when I talk about how much length is on this team. Defensively, Wes is going to make you get down in the stance anyway. He's going to make sure the players know how to shuffle their feet, know how to get their rotation and all that anyway. And so to have a situation where you have Wes Moore, who is known for uh, coaching up defense and, and getting players where they need to be, and then you combine that with the amazing length, with the amazing athleticism and all that that we see on this team, uh, all I'm saying is this. There's, you know, there was a lot... I'll tell you this much. The the media, we we never I don't think that um I don't think that NC State is the name brand that gets all the love and all that. Even in women's college basketball, where we've been dominant for some time. But I don't think the media got this one right. I just, I have a hard time believing that. I have a hard time believing that they got this moment in this instance where they picked NC State to finish third in the conference. I just don't – it's it's tough for me to believe that they've got it right about this team. Do I believe that this team will be as steady as what we've seen over the past couple of years? Absolutely not. I think that they'll hit some valleys where they struggle a little bit. I think there will be more times where the shot isn't working. But, again, what's great what, – what is good for a team when the shots ain't falling? The ability to get to the paint. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. There's – the pieces are there, ladies and gentlemen and, and folks. The pieces are there. The the things, all of the things are there for this team to be really, really good. That's all I'm saying. 
They got a chance to put some thrilling moments out on that court. And speaking of, our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across Locked On College Network titled Thrilling Moments, where we highlight the most exciting plays from the Wolfpack Weekend's game or throughout the history of the Wolfpack Weekend Week Out. And this moment comes from a very emotional moment from Isaiah Moore getting a sack to end a Wake Forest drive in the red zone. Let me tell you something. He talked about how uh, he attributes a lot of of this to um, his nana, who he lost earlier this week. And man, there is, if you believe in angels, if you believe in in spirits and all that, Derek, you could not tell me that his grandmother was not right there with him or or looking down as proudly as as can be. Because what a young man, what a young man, what a player, what a play that that was. This segment has been inspired by thrilling new designs across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier Armada or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. So now it's time to talk about the men's basketball team. And listen, I know it, I'm upset some people right here too. I'm upset some people because there are some people who want to see Coach Keats gone. Me personally, at this point, I'm, I'm indifferent. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not saying he needs to stay and he's going to be great. I'm not saying he needs to go. But this men's basketball team has a parallel to the women's basketball team and that they are longer than we have seen them in quite some time. This is a group that has more length and ability than we have seen in quite some time. And so when I'm looking at this men's basketball team, when I'm looking at how they dominated Austin P, I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, hey, the out-of-conference schedule is never going to be, you know, super tough or super great or anything like that uh, early. We got Kansas coming up in a few weeks. That'll be the first tall test here. Uh, Kansas is coming up in, in two weeks from now in the, um, in the uh, battle for Atlantis. But with that being said, again, this domination of Austin P showed me some things about this team that, I mean, they kind of confirmed what I what I already knew a little bit. Terquavian Smith continues to be a walking bucket, twenty six points, and and nine of fifteen from the field, three of seven from three. Here's the part that excites me the most. Here's the part that I like the most: five assists to one turnover. Ooh wee, ooh wee, Jarkel Joyner. 18 points, 7 to 10 from the field. Three rebounds, eight assists, three turnovers. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, Jaquavian Smith doing work defensively. Two steals, one block. But now, Jarkel Joyner and what he brings. Boy, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. And Jack Clark as well in the starting lineup. Doing what he does. 15 points, seven rebounds, two assists, two blocks, three steals. I'm, I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what now, this group, this this team that we're looking at, and off the bench, big DJ Burns with a double-double in 18 minutes. I'm trying to tell you something. I'm I'm trying to tell you something. This team, not only, we in the past, we've seen situations where we had a good big. We had a guy who could go, who could get it done a little bit. This group has multiple big guys that can get it done. Multiple big guys that can show up and make something happen. Multiple. This group has multiple guys who are committed on the defensive end. Multiple guys with some uh, defensive versatility. I'm, 
I'm not saying that this team is going to be great. I'm not saying, and listen, you can hold your breath on it. You can look at me and say, hey, I don't believe that that this team will be anything special. Austin P is Austin P, and, you know, where, what do we care much about that? Hey, I ain't mad at you. I'm not upset at you. If you've had your heart broken by this Wolfpack men's basketball team more times than you can imagine, I ain't mad at you. It's all love for me. It's all love. I understand. All I'm saying is, give these guys a shot. Give them a shot. Because for years, what did we say were the two biggest problems that plagued uh, Coach Keats? A lack of size and no point guard. And in game one, I know it's early. I know it's early. It seems like we've come up with a little bit of an answer to both of those situations. And I'm going to tell you what. If Dequavion Smith continues to distribute the ball well, this will a thousand percent be his last year in Raleigh. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. We're going to wish that man off greatly and be excited to see him go wherever he go. Lord, please let him go to my Pistons. Kate needs some help. He needs a little bit. Of- anyway, we're not going to talk about that right now. We ain't, we ain't going to talk about my Pistons. But I'm telling you this. This men's basketball team can be better than a lot of folks gave him credit for. They can be better than a lot of where people pick them to finish and all that. I'm not saying that this is a great team. I'm not saying, you know, book it, book a ticket to the final four. I am not saying that at all. I'm not. So don't, don't put words in my mouth and say, I said that, please don't do that. All I'm saying is I believe that this team has some, some giddy up and go to them that we have not seen. This team has some, some things going that, I mean, I'll just say this. Our our basketball team was picked to finish 10th in the conference. I don't know if they're that low. I don't know. I, I really and truly do not know. Obviously, to Quavian Smith, first team all conference, and we didn't have um we didn't have any other players make any any preseason all conference teams as far as the, the men's team goes. I'm just saying, I don't, I, I would not be surprised. I would not be shocked and appalled to see this team finish better than 10. I wouldn't, I would, because last year's team, we knew from jump that team was one injury away from looking very different. We knew that that team was one injury away from things getting catastrophic. And that injury happened about 45 seconds into the season. If I'm lying, I'm flying. And last time I checked, I ain't drunk no Red Bull. I ain't, I ain't got not a wing on me. I love my Red Wings, but I ain't got not a wing on me. I'm sorry. This team is built out at every position to where they can withstand an injury or two. Now, obviously, you don't want to see your stars get injured. Obviously, um, this team, even with all that they do have, to Quavian Smith and his ability to create for himself and from what we saw in this game, maybe he could carry it forward, but potentially him growing into a guy who can create for others. I mean, I don't know. How is it? It, all I'm saying is this. Don't write this team off just yet. Don't come to the games with a bag over your head just yet. This is a team that can do some special things. They can be a special team. We will see what the end result or what what this team ends up as uh, going forward. But again, all I'm saying is this team has the makings to be potentially the best that Keats has had in his time here. Very possible. 
That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying to bet on them winning the national championship. Hold your horses. I'm just saying the under over on wins, I might bet the over on it. And speaking of betting, folks, if you are a better, make sure that you head on over to betonline.net. You heard it here first, betonline.net. It's your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer to esports. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those as well at BetOnline. So they're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing. But again, thank God for basketball season because I wasn't trying to talk about BC for four episodes. I wasn't trying to do it. But what I am going to do, I'm going to give you all two episodes of of uh, good, or actually three, I believe three, three episodes of good BC content. I'm going to have AJ Black of Locked On Boston College on this show. Next time you hear me, or it might be two times from now when you hear me, you'll be hearing AJ Black's voice as well. And we'll be going over uh, all that, all the problems that Boston College could potentially present. And could they potentially spoil senior day for a group of seniors that has meant so much to this program? We're going to talk about all that more on the next episode. But folks, thank you all so very much, Wolfpack Nation. Again, my numbers are going through the roof. We're causing false starts left and right. This is this is the type of thing that you love to see. This is the type of fan support. I'll tell you what, when our NIL deals get to clicking, when 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 we get to supporting these boys financially, ooh, we ain't going to be no stopping the Wolfpack. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on Wolfpack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 